everyone welcome to our inspiring thoughts podcast we're very lucky uh, this time to have maria wilson on with us who's saxon hr consultancy uh, maria it's great to have you on board on the podcast today thank you Stephen. it's great to be here as well thank you for inviting me that's all right. And we've already had a, Maria and I have had a good chat before. We, I think we're going to be talking for a bit today because we're very passionate about our subjects and we work in. So um, uh, I'll try and keep us on track, but we probably might go off uh, and talk a bit longer, <laughs> Maria, if that's all right. That's fine. But there's probably a risk of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Maria, welcome. And we're going to talk today about um, uh, I saw on LinkedIn and you put out and you've been working really hard around five steps of employee engagement, which we're going to touch on in a moment. And that links in with uh, us as an organisation looking at mediation, leadership and modernising HR policies. Really, really key about employee engagement. So before I go into the questions, would you just tell our audience about your career history? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been working in HR for 24 years now. Um, I started off before that as a PA uh, for an employment solicitor, actually. And that's where I got my interest in the employment law, employment tribunals, you know, conflict resolution, uh, just policies, procedures, investigations, that kind of thing. Um, and then I really wanted to move into an in-house HR department to kind of learn from the other side. Uh, I worked, I think it must have been about 18 months perhaps work for a recruitment company in their HR department and then I got this fantastic opportunity and I'd applied just sent my CV off and got a fantastic opportunity to join Asda Stores um, as a HR manager so massive learning curve but it was absolutely fantastic the best training I've ever had um, and for the first three months of my employment um, myself and other newly appointed managers went to what they called a store of learning uh, and you literally just learned from the ground up, uh, you know, so I was stacking shelves, I was uh, in the warehouse, I was on checkouts, you know, seeing customers fighting over Brussels sprouts at Christmas time. You, you know, we saw we saw all of that. We heard all of that, unfortunately. Um, but then, you know, I was there for four years, I think, and then worked in hospitality, worked for a couple of hotel chains, did a regional role, um, worked for the NHS after I had my son because obviously I couldn't travel the country. So I, I took sort of a little sidestep in my career and worked in the NHS as a senior HR advisor um, and was promoted twice whilst I was there over those seven years. Um, and from the NHS, again, another challenging kind of yeah. uh, industry. Yeah. I worked in care, social care and complex yeah. care. More recently as a, a HR director for a complex yeah. care company based in London. Um, and uh, October of last year, I took the huge plunge and set up my yeah. own consultancy business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my story, really. No, it's and it's um it's really nice that about a broadness of understanding like with Asda the shop floor um, yeah. and developing so you can then when you talk to colleagues you understand what's going on uh, and I think when we we talked off air that you you said HR isn't just sitting behind a desk the the, the actual right. true HR you believe is out and about really being there Absolutely. with the colleagues and working with them isn't it. 
yeah, it's having that visibility and building that trust and that rapport with employees, not just with managers. I think sometimes the perception of HR is that you're there for the company. Yes, you're employed by the company. Yeah. And now as my consultancy, I'm employed by the client. But what I always say to my clients, it's about doing the right thing. You yes. know, if I see something that's not right or a decision that you would like to make as a client, that's all right. I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to yeah. tell you that this is yeah. not appropriate. I was having the exact conversation with a client this morning that I met a prospective new client and he said that's great because that's how I want to work yeah Um, so it's about building that trust and that rapport and really understanding the challenges that an organization has from the ground up Um, and you know employees will speak to you in HR often they see HR as kind of a bit distant and not very visible I've been the complete opposite to that and I would encourage all HR practitioners to get on the shop floor as I still call it talking to employees building that rapport simple hello how are you how is your weekend you know it just builds from there really and you know it's it's a mistake that a really really big mistake that a lot of managers directors people in leadership sort of teams don't do and that's talking to your employees and really getting to know them but they they, they becomes a gulf doesn't it they lose sight so when vision values come down the employees go we did not actually portraying Yes. what you say so no i definitely relate to that yeah. Um, yeah. especially from my world in the banking industry prior yeah. to the conflict resolution i can definitely definitely relate absolutely. to absolutely you get yeah. that division you get that them and us and that's not yes. what it's about you know you've yeah. got a, you're working together you're part of a team and it's really important to be that you know that open door policy you know having that visibility it's, that's really key yeah. for me and really important for me as well no and it just strikes a brilliant chord with me so um let's let's step into the question now your questions i said to you off off air are really easy to kind of set up (laughs) for today because i want to be nosy about the steps so we're going to kind of talk through the steps so um what brought you to the five steps of employee engagement what kind of how did you get that vision or start off What, what kind of struck a chord I think firstly, because I have my career has been in some really challenging industries, you know, I don't do things by heart, clearly. And, (laughs) uh, you know, I've worked in sort of low, uh, sorry, high turnover, high absence, low morale, low paid, typically low paid environments. And it's tough. You know, these are challenging environments. A lot, you know, the the, the front facing, the customer facing, and it can be, you know, quite upsetting for if you're in a food, you know, hospitality, if you're in a hotel or you're working food retail when customers, and we all know customers, unfortunately, can be very rude, aggressive at times. So, you know, you've got to be able to find ways to attract and retain those employees and value them. And over the years, I've developed these strategies that have helped me that I've implemented within the workplaces um, that I have been in and it's helped to increase morale to uh, decrease uh, turnover to decrease absences and also grievances as well it has all that knock-on effect Um, and you know at the end of it you kind of get a highly skilled highly engaged um, team that feel valued and want to stay and have that loyalty towards towards their employer um, and, you know, the, the important thing here with these strategies is that it's not one person that implements them. It's everybody yes. that has to implement them. So, yeah. you know, I can work in an environment and I can put this into you know as much as I can. Yeah. But if it's not followed through from every single level, it won't work. 
So it's yeah. really important that you have buy-in from everybody and that total buy-in from from the top, yeah. basically. Yeah. And so from your you're saying there, from your experience building it over a period of time, you've worked in some high kind of turnover industries, challenging yes. industry, and then you've built over time your five uh, yes. kind of stages of employer yeah. engagement. Um, yeah. And what gives you the biggest buzz then about employer engagement? So what, what kind of you go, oh, do you know what, that's brilliant that we've yeah. done that or say, what gives you the biggest buzz? I think it's, it's you know, obviously there's the data, isn't there? You can yeah. see the effect from, you know, low turnover, low absence, yeah. high, you know, engaged people, surveys where they come out, lots of people have participated and you get a high score. But yeah. I think it's just the culture within the organisation. You yeah. can really see happy employees. You can see people that are open to more development. You can see people yeah. that feel valued because they're being recognised for their achievements. Yeah. And it's that team spirit. I can't put a finger on it, but it's you feel it. You can walk yeah. into a company and you can feel the culture, a positive yes. culture. You can also walk into a, a, an environment and you can feel a negative culture. You, you, yeah. you know, you can... It, it's not tangible but you feel it you really do see it yes yeah. the stats talk for themselves um but it is really really important to kind of be able to feel that healthy happy yeah. environment when you walk into somewhere yeah and that's what i and, love that's what i see you know and i i echo that so working in the bank working in so many different branches I could walk into a branch and you feel the energy atmosphere. You know it's a yeah. good branch. I don't need to look at the data. That yeah. you could just kind of feel it. People are happy, smiley, waving. Yeah. Hello, Steve. Exactly. How are you? They're great. Yeah. I can go into another branch. It could feel as cold as anything. People are scuttling yes. away. Yeah. Not to. And you go. And then you go. Well, let's have a look at the data. And you go. Well, you know, the evidence yeah. speaks for itself. Exactly. So yeah, I think you and I echo exactly the same feeling there. About Absolutely. we don't need the data. You can feel it, can't you? And what you get with highly engaged employees and you, when you get that positivity yeah. is that people want to go above and beyond. They want to yes. provide a better service to customers and clients, you know, and as a result, the company is more likely to be sort of more profitable. You know, stats show yeah. that with a highly engaged workforce, your business is likely to be 21, up to 21 percent more profitable. You know, that's yeah. nothing to be sniffed at at all. No. You know, this, the stats show, you know, that the, the figures speak for themselves in this. Yeah. And you know i don't i don't get it if you know when people say oh you know I, and i hear this quite often and i know some people say it in jest but i don't yeah. get it when people say oh a bit you know this company would be great if i didn't have empl employees well actually your employees are making your business yes. your employees are the yeah. people that yeah. are you know serving your customers and, and you know and putting the profit at the end of yeah. the year in, yeah. in in the bank you know so it's about appreciating them for what they're yes. doing because and and you know and I, I say often to people, well, how much better do you think your performance as a business and your profit would be if you engaged, if you had a highly engaged workforce, you know, yes. if they were happy, if they yeah. want to go above and beyond? What difference do you think that's going to make at the end of the day to your bank balance, your yeah. business bank balance? And it's, it's almost like sometimes the light bulb moment goes off. Yeah. But I, I love to kind of talk about employee engagement because it's so critical and it's so key. Yeah. And with our current you know, cost of living crisis, even more so, it's so, yeah. so important to, yeah. to be able to stand out from that next business. You know, you're going to have yes. a competitor right next to you and 
how are they managing to retain their employees yeah. and they've got a great you know happy workforce paying exactly the same wages or salaries yeah. but you know you're losing your employees well to be honest it's about engaged employees and it's yes. about culture that makes the vast difference really yeah, yeah you know and, i've always and, and, said a salary sorry i've always said a salary increase makes employees happy for perhaps yeah. a day but what happens the other 364 days you know if they don't yeah. if they're not communicated to if they're not being recognized for their yeah. achievements if they don't have a voice that's gonna be yeah. worthless but i i always look at the about hygiene factors and motivating factors a pay rise great one day and people live to their means whereas the hygiene factors are so so important about yeah. that recognition reward thankful you know uh, where i work is a good environment you know toilet rolls in the toilet all those kind of things are so so important for engaged oh. colleagues um yeah no, i think we're definitely aligned on this maria I'm, you yeah. know i'm gonna be doing my brave heart <laughs> speech later uh, around that so um Guess yeah, what, as the audience are going to say to me, Steve, tell me about the questions. They're really easy. We're going to find about each step as we go through. Okay, so what's step one of the employer so, engagement? So the first step, sorry, I've got I've also kind of made some notes in case I kind of lost track here. But That's investing it. in employees' careers is definitely the first one. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've always said that, you know, you not only are keeping ahead of the game with technology, yeah. with a skilled workforce, but, you know, you've got that succession plan in place. If you're building yeah. your team for the future, if somebody does decide to leave, you've got that backfill, you've got that succession yes. plan in, 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 you know, in the background, yeah. you've got somebody ready. Um, and sometimes employers or clients will say to me, well, you know, I don't have a job for that person to go to. And I said, well, be yeah. happy for them if they leave, because what yeah. you've done is you've created a yeah. manager of the future, you've invested in their careers, and they will appreciate that. They will look back yes. and go, okay, there's no place for me to develop because turnover yeah. is low and they can't create a management yeah. position for me. But actually, they're going to always appreciate the fact that you invested that time in them. So yes. don't look at it as something sad that they're leaving and that you don't want them to leave. Yeah. Look at it as, yes, it is sad that they're going because you, they're a great yeah. employee and you don't want to lose them. But they're going to take that skill and that knowledge and that you've given them, that yeah. you've provided and you've invested in them and they're going to flourish and they'll flourish yeah. somewhere where they can um and that's the way i look at it really so i think you know there there are there is a statistic that says that from a recent survey that employees that feel invested in yeah. um their loyalty will increase to 94 percent yes. to their employer that's a huge huge statistic isn't yeah. it that's 94 yeah. percent and you know if you don't have engaged employees um, you know, again, from the same um, survey, the UK engagement rate was 49 yeah. percent. Um, so out of that, you know, more than half were not engaged. Yes. And from that, 13 percent were actively disengaged. So that means they're looking elsewhere for other jobs. Yeah. But in the meantime, if they're not finding other jobs, they are potentially feeling demoralized they're yeah. unhappy but they're also affecting other people around them. so you Correct. could have em yeah. engaged employees it will bring their performance down it will bring the yeah. service that they're providing to clients or customers yeah. down as well so it's really important about investing those time that time within your employees so yeah. you know on the job training coaching mentoring um you know 
qualifications whether it's cipd or or you know any kind of accreditation you know it's investing that time in that employee and they will their 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 loyalty um percentage will will increase because they feel that they're being invested in definitely especially as well maria to to recruit a new person i think acas figures to recruit a new person up to a six months is going to cost person twenty five thousand pounds. So that's just recruitment costs plus learning costs and yeah. getting them up to speed. Because if you if you pay out for someone's development, it could be a thousand pound, five hundred pound, whatever. Come on, it, the the costs yeah. are quite easy to work out. Yeah. There are no the brain, but too many organisations. Yeah, absolutely. Too many organisations. Investment is vast, isn't it? Yeah, they go well. That's... To your customers as well, absolutely. Yes. It's, so, it's, so I you know, find that absolutely fascinating totally agreeable uh, and the bit now is because of the recruitment part with most in the uk people have got a bigger choice they're going to so, walk aren't they if they don't get what they need they are going to make that decision to go in that organization over there yeah okay they're not going to pay me more money or maybe a little bit more but this is going to give me a, a launch to move forward in my career development those kind of things absolutely. and the other thing when i you know i get on my high horse here a lot of people want to do a good job but they want to get better at it they don't always want to move on or etc but quite a few organizations mm-hmm. go well they've been here for there they just want to do a good job yeah but they can learn new skills become better at their job quicker efficient we've got to keep yeah. developing people haven't we constantly you've got to keep engaging them and keep challenging them and again that's a really good point there actually because I wrote about that in in an article at the beginning of the year that you know sometimes people will say well I've got this employee that's been here 10 years doesn't want to develop any further doesn't want to do anything different it's quite happy and that's great that's absolutely fine because you've got that loyalty from that employee and they're a great marketing tool for your employee you know look at this employee they're happy they're you know they enjoy working here and we've got that loyalty so this they're doing something right and and they say well how do I keep this person motivated and engaged well you know, you don't have to give them a different job role, of course, because no. they don't want that. But what you can do is perhaps involve them in the recruitment of people joining yes. their team. It yes. gives them that additional kind of responsibility. Yeah. And also um, being involved in uh, the induction of a new yes. employee as well. It's something slightly different to the norm within their role, yeah. but it keeps them engaged. It's something to look forward to. Yes. And what you're doing is you're saying to that employee, I trust you Correct. to do this because I know you're good yeah. at what you do. And I know that you're going to represent the, the company best, yeah. best, you know, uh, you know, as well. Um, yeah. And and that's that gives that person that makes that person feel valued um, yeah. as well. So yeah. I think, you know, investing in your employees' careers, it, it's a win-win situation, not just for the employee, but also for the company, but also for the customer at the end, yeah. because they're going to get a better quality of service with yeah. highly engaged employees, because they feel that that loyalty towards their employee, they want to do that yes. better, and they want to give that quality service as well. Yeah, and and you can feel it, can't you? If that person enjoys that company, the service you get, a nice smile, how are you, conversation, etc. Uh, whereas yeah. there was a shop recently, my wife and I walked out because there wasn't even a smile. There wasn't even like, you know, great for us to be there. It was more grunts than that. And you're just thinking, yeah. I'm not sure you really enjoy the way you work, to be yeah. honest. So, yeah, really good, really good one. I wonder if we went to the same shop because we oh. had exactly the same at the weekend, funnily enough. So my husband and I um, went to it somewhere on Saturday morning and there was this young lad. Um, 
and I, I don't know <laughs> whether it had a heavy night the night before, but yeah. he did not utter a word. Yeah. I th- I, we had a grunt, but that was about it. And we both sort of said as we were walking out, great, you know, we really want to come here again. Yes. But it does. It shows when you represent your business well, yeah. you know, you're happy, you're cheerful, you're engaging. You know, your yeah. customers will talk about the poor experiences. They yes. might not necessarily talk so much openly about the good experiences but they will talk you know i can guarantee you know they'll go on to facebook they'll talk about it on you know page facebook pages they'll they'll talk about it to other employees other people other friends and families and that's bad bad marketing (laughs) whereas you know you've got a great service that's brilliant you know and it is important to be that face and that image of the company so someone that doesn't look particularly happy not really an ideal place for them to be no <laughs> definitely we, we're striking that off the family fortunes list of like uh-uh we don't want that uh there. Yeah, so uh, um, that people are going to go steve where are you going to go with your next question i'd like to be nosy about step two so what's step yeah. two uh, okay so step engaging? two this is a nice easy one this is recognizing employees achievements so um you know and people often misinterpret this as oh giving them a pay rise or giving them a bonus and it isn't you know of course salary increase at the moment does help of course it does you know interest rates you know mortgages everything is costing everybody fuel prices you know it's it's crazy out there at the moment but it isn't about that yes that does help and if that is done it can't be done in isolation because that is just going to totally ruin the whole point of giving um, a salary increase and you know as I said to you off, off um, at, before we joined the podcast, yeah. that a salary increase can make an employee happy for a day, but yeah. the other remaining 364 days, you know, if they don't feel valued and they don't feel invested yeah. in that, it, they're in exactly the same spot other than yes. having a little bit extra money at the end of the month. So, um, you know, again, uh, within a, a recent survey, it was a Gallup survey, I do believe, there was 58% of employees stated that giving recognition was the most effective way to improve employee engagement. You know, that's yeah. that's a big percentage, really. Um, yeah. And that, you know, employees will naturally put in more effort in their role and give back to within, you know, their performance yeah. if they feel recognised for their achievements. And these are really simple strategies, but low cost you know i'm not talking spending hundreds and you know yeah. or thousands on implementing all these you know company benefits yeah. i'm talking about some really really simple things and one of those is long service awards for example yeah. you know yeah. it, you've you know, this unfortunately these days people don't stay as long as they did yes. sort of 10 20 30 years ago you know you're in a job for life you know when i yeah. first started in employment uh, all those years ago um but you know these days people might move sort of after a couple of years so recognizing when people are staying two five eight yes. ten fifteen years is a great way of recognizing that you know and i say to clients you know it can be something really simple a certificate a letter a gift card yeah. a meal out you know here's a hundred pounds yeah. for a meal this is a gift card for this but what i think is really good um and just goes that one step further is actually giving employees an you know a choice of what they would yes. like so you know you can say this is what we offer and you've got yeah. this 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 and asking them what they would like because they've got a choice then and it just engages yes. them even further 
um, some of the other things. Employee of the month. And now this one's also that can be a tricky one because it very much depends on the size of the organisation. Yeah. For a small business, it's not going to work because you're going to have the same people voting for yes. the same people. Yeah. Um, but what I suggest is aligning it to company values. Yeah, so it's good. not yeah, a case of, yeah, it's not a case of, oh, they went above and beyond or they did a great, great yeah. service to the customer or they're just a really great employee. It, it, it has yes. to be something more specific. Um, so you're inviting employees to vote yeah. for or to submit votes for a particular yes. employee, you know, who they feel is worthy. And I've always said align it to a company value so that it's right. recognisable that way. Yeah. Um, some of the other things that I talk about, um, you know, it could be, again, you know, once in a blue moon, let's take people out again. It, it, it's all budget sort of, you know, cost yes. sort of, um, permitting, but uh, take out for a meal or yeah. um, having a few drinks after work um, on, on you know, paid by the company yeah. or, you know, on the odd occasion, say, for example, you're celebrating the end of a really challenging project. Let's get some pizzas in. Let's get yes. some pizzas. Let's do a buffer let's have a couple of drinks in the office as long as it doesn't go mad you know yes. that's a great you know recognition isn't it yes. for the team as a whole or a particular department yeah. I think what's important with this one is that it's consistent you don't yes. just do it and then you don't do anything for another six months it needs to be regular and it needs yeah. to be sort of on a regular basis and consistent um and I, I, you know, I think recognising people's in achievements is just really important because, you know, we we might all think, oh, uh, our, our employees are not really comfortable with that public recognition. Well, it doesn't have to be public. It, yeah. it could be a letter or an email that's sent to yes. that employee. It doesn't have yeah. to be a great big presentation in, in front of yeah. everybody. It can be, you know, and I think a great um, way of recognising is posting something on social media as well, with a picture yeah. of the employee or the team and just publicly recognizing them that way that's that's another very effective way and employees will work harder they will put in more yeah. if they're feeling that their that their hard work is being recognized um yeah. they're not going home at the end of the day and going, I did a really really tough job and no one's thanked me for it you know sometimes yeah. thank you is all that's enough in these situations yeah, yeah. and it's it's it, um, the, the bit on there as well maria so I work with organisations around disk profiling so uh, and really get organisations to tailor how they can recognise people. So, yeah, my personality likes, you know, recognition in public, you know, in front of people. Great. I love yeah. that. It gives me a real Absolutely. buzz. But we've got other people that more introverted would like. Pro so really tailoring the approach Absolutely. will then kind of um, bring that employer again. You know, you, you know who I am. Yes. And that, that's the kind yeah. of it. But yeah, recognition. And I think going back to yeah. too many people forget about a thank you. Yeah. So and actually the bit for me is saying thank you for what that person's done exactly. means more rather than just oh thanks. What's yeah. that? We're saying actually thank you for putting the extra hours in or you've given up that time from your family. Those people go, oh, yeah. do you know what? You know, you know me. Yeah. Yeah, it loses its value if you say it, but you don't really mean it. You've got right. to associate it with what they've done to to yes. to, to to achieve or to you know to get that thank you. Really, yes. you know, if you're particular, you know, and then the employee's perspective as well that they know then that you've 
recognise the fact that they did a great job on that particular yes. um, task or that particular project or that you handled that particularly challenging client or yeah. customer really well. You know, it's not just thank yeah. you for your hard work today because that will lose its value if it's yes, done every correct. single day. Yeah. It has to be linked to something, a specific task yeah. or a specific project as well. Um, so there's lots of different ways of um, yeah. recognising people's achievements. And, you know, I've given sort of three or four examples there that they don't yeah. cost the earth. They really don't no. cost the earth. Um, yeah. But they are It's very, just about being thoughtful, effective. isn't it? Being thoughtful and aware that has the importance of it, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, and it is. So what what would um, the step three lead on to? So we've got we've got um, colleague careers, recognition and achievements. What would step three so step three is involve your employees. And, um, you know, there is one that it could be quite sort of um, a bit of an over, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but a, a little bit of grey into the next one. But the involve your employees is very much about not just asking the employee for the occasional idea or suggestion, yes. but it's collaborative approach. Yeah. So, good. for example, you know, help the employees um working with you as a manager or a company yeah. to set their goals set the strategy set their kpis for example you know yeah. we're not saying there you go take a piece of paper and sort out you know yes. what, what you want to achieve over the next 12 months but working collaboratively to set some realistic time yeah. scales some realistic um kpis for example and realistic goals yeah. and you know these it makes it's it's giving the employee responsibility and accountability for their own development and for their yes. own achievements as well yeah, um, and overall success of the business isn't it you know yeah. if the employees are involved in those decisions then they're going to own it and they're going to yes. do the work yeah. to get to that point really yeah. um you know sharing ideas suggestions um you know and again i've always said you can share and you can ask your employees and you can yeah. open up the floor to ask and involve employees but if you don't do anything about it again it loses its value yeah. and it won't work because employees will give up and over time yes. they'll go well what's the point of that um so i've always said you know if you're asking people for their ideas if you're asking people to be involved then take those ideas on board those ones that yes. that you know are um workable and are feasible absolutely take them on board yeah, yeah. um you know and it does kind of have a little bit of um overlap into the next one but but this is also about you know open transparent communication so it works both yeah. ways so where in my last role well my last two roles actually i set up um a, a, a monthly newsletter yeah, so good. one of the things that people always talk about is that you know when you look at annual salaries engagement surveys sorry i should say one of the big things that comes out of it is that they don't feel employees don't feel communicated yes. that they don't know what's going on in the business yeah. so this newsletter um was designed to share news to share sort of the vision yes. share the progress of the business now I, i'm not talking give you know all the intricacies of you yes, know yeah. how the business is performing but the top line really um yeah. and you know 
again, it's another forum for sharing and recognising achievements, yeah. you know, employee of the month, you know, this person's done completed yes. 15 years, fantastic, this is great, you know, and recognise, you know, cer- certain um, days of recognition, you know, uh, uh, you know, happy Father's Day, you yes. know, you can kind of put that and include that. But also what I encourage is the MD or the CEO yes. for him or her to um, have a briefing with employees as well yeah, and yeah, share yeah. information around the business and again asking for ideas and asking yes. for suggestions um something else that i think is really quite key within the business if um and i've done these projects over a couple yeah. of um companies that i've worked for that they've wanted to look at their vision their mission yes. and also set some company values if you're doing that it's absolutely worthless if a group of directors are sitting in a room and going, yep, yeah, that, 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 let those yeah, yeah, are our yeah. four values, let's share it with our employees. It, it you know, it's not going to engage your employees. They're not going to own it. They're not going to yes. drive it. Involving your employees around what does this business mean to you? What yeah. does a good job mean to you? What do you see as your own personal values and how does that yes. align with the company? And then working with the employees and groups, you know, you're like yeah. focus groups of designing the um the values, the company yes. core values. That way you're going to have employees better engaged yeah. and driving them on a daily basis if they have been involved in creating yeah. them. You know, it's great, you know, to see that these values were designed with the employees. You know, they're the yes. ones that have designed it. Um yeah. so you know you're you're more likely to get people behind that and driving that forward yeah. if you're asking them to design yeah. it as well. Well it's 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 interesting as well maria i remember going back in my career sometimes we had the values and they were a mouthful so they weren't like (laughs) easy to work out but we we were tested on them so it wasn't demonstrating the values Mm. it was could you recite the values so Mm. you didn't really practice it and you were never judged on how you practice it whether you could recite them and that's just missing a point again if if you can involve employees um and it's not i've found over my career if you give people a voice they may not agree you may not implement but they've got a voice to say i've actually had a contribution i've put something into it um and i also wanted to touch on the point you said earlier about um the kind of ceos or members listening or focus groups or doing something about what the colleagues say i've experienced so many times over the years where people have had focus groups they've done nothing with it and sometimes at the end of the focus group they've gone right we're going to do this and they've not listened to a single and i think you've just missed the point and that genuineness has gone and trust Yeah, pe- employees will not contribute if they don't feel that they're being listened. They will yeah. give up. And it's the same thing with um, uh, employee engagement surveys. It, it absolutely undermines the whole point of doing them if you yeah. don't, you do nothing with the results at the end of it. Yes. If you don't then speak to employees, you look at action plans and you actually revisit them and you, yeah. you know, you you work through them. You share the results. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm shocked at how many organisations don't share the results of their engagement yeah. surveys. And I'm thinking, well, what's the point of that? People want to yes. know what the results are. They want to know that they're feeling the same way as the next person and yes. the next person. Yeah. And what are you as a company going to do? Yeah 
about it. So it's really, really important whenever I have facilitated or managed um, staff surveys, employee engagement surveys in when I've worked uh, as an employee. One of the big things I always said and, you know, past managers or past employees and colleagues will always tell you is that I've said there is absolutely no point in doing this if all you're going to do is here's the results and then you're going to put it in a drawer and don't visit it for 11 months until the next year (laughs) it's completely worthless and it's a waste of money if you're having an external provider that is managing that process so it's really really important to share the results first of all um and employees will not be honest if you don't do that and if you don't involve them and you're not demonstrating the actions that you're taking because they'll just say what's the point next year and then the year after they just like well no one's listened to us for the last five years i'm not going to bother and then they don't participate and then the company will then be saying oh we've only got 15 percent of our employees that have completed a survey well there's your reason why (laughs) so you know it's about that open and transparent yeah. communication and and also building up, you know, a bit of a momentum beforehand that, yeah. you know, this is what we're going to do. And we yes. want you to complete it because we want you to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, it's that build up before of communication. Yes. And this is what we're going to do. And if you say it, do it. Yeah, correct. No, absolutely spot on. And what would be step five, the last one, bringing it together? What would be that yeah. one? Um, so the next one uh, is giving employees a voice, actually. And this is a two step kind of approach, really. And yeah. it provides employees with the platform to feedback. So, again, that's where kind of the bit of the overlap of the previous yes. one. But the platform for feedback, firstly, and secondly, to actually listen and use the feedback given by employees. Yeah um you know suggestions and ideas in a suggestion box for example yes. um, employee engagement surveys we just talked about and um, another thing is kind of you know sometimes when directors are having board meetings is have a slot at the end or at the beginning yeah. of a board meeting to invite employees to ask questions and yes. to you know yeah. discuss things or a particular project you know you're going to get all the directors together we all know sometimes in a larger organization where you've got a number of people yeah. in your leadership team who are directors that they're very very busy they're not yeah. always in the office but this is the time to get them together perfect opportunity to invite people in you know it doesn't have to be many you know it could be five people yeah one from each department for example and just ask them you know let's talk about this or this a particular subject i'd like to discuss and it only needs to be a 30 minute time slot to take over the board meeting and i tell you what employees feel so valued by being asked to do that because they they see and they get that the company value their opinions and want right. to listen to them yeah. so it has a massive massive impact and you know by doing this people you know employees will feel valued and then they yeah. will continue to provide and share their ideas and suggestions yeah. to you know because they, they feel like they're being heard yeah so it's a great it's a great way of um having you know by employees having that voice it's a great way of increasing engagement because they feel invested within the business as well and it goes back to which is a just a a similar similarity when people go for job interviews i always say to people it's a two-way process yes 
it's it not just being you know interrogated by them. and this is the same thing about involved what you're saying there Marie, is bringing the colleagues in is two ways we can it's a win-win approach we get to listen yes. to your views um, totally. and it's so many great ceos some really good ceo board members that surround themselves with really good strong people or different people that have a different view from them so they yeah. can give ideas and they grow the biscuit growing whereas where i see narrower ceos that will only surround themselves with people that will say yes to them mm-hmm. and actually they don't want people's views to that survey because that's not what they want to hear exactly so it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy doesn't it but i just think Absolutely. the more you surround yourself with views yeah the better it's going to be and i've experienced that firsthand definitely yeah. and that's when a business there's a difference between a business flourishing and a business that just won't grow it will stay the same yes. or it won't it won't succeed at all yeah. because you know why employ people to do these specific roles and pay them <laughs> excuse me pay them good money yeah. when you're not inviting them to and asking them and you're not listening yes. to them you're not valuing their opinions you know they're experienced in that role or yeah. in that knowledge and that skill for a reason you know they've been doing right. it for x amount of years and if you're not open to that um feedback your business is not going to succeed yes. at all yeah. and, and you know I've, I've also said you know there's that psychological safety as well yeah, so yeah, there is yeah. obviously about sort of ensuring a healthy workplace and culture yeah. so employees want to be able to feel that they can speak up and they can yeah. have an opinion without um fear of persecution a yes. fear of you know yeah. of something happening because they've spoken up you know people oh, I don't I don't want to say anything because I'm a bit worried yeah. about you know how that's you know going to look on me well if you're setting this safe environment yes. and you're creating a culture that's safety um people won't feel that fear and they yeah. will feel that they can challenge and involve um themselves and they can ask these things um but also with you know with regard to a healthy work environment you know there are again it doesn't have to cost anything but there are yes. some really simple ways of it's not just about somebody's health and well-being you know there are things that will cost a business such as like an employee assistance program or yeah, counseling yeah. sessions if somebody's going through a particularly yeah. difficult time but there are some really simple things which go a long long way you know i believe it was timpsons the owner of timpsons that yeah. put in this really really simple idea of giving grandparents that when a grandchild was being born a day off a paid day off yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like it's amazing you know and as an yes. employee how valued are you going to feel that you're yeah. getting an extra day off to see you know your yeah. grandchild on you know when they've been born yeah. or just after they've been born that's a special moment and yeah. you know some other ideas you know starting a bit later for a parent of a child that's starting their first day at school yeah. that's yeah. a really important day yeah. And can be quite upsetting, quite emotional, a bit of a roller coaster yeah. for parents. And why why do they have to, they don't have to take the whole day off? Yes. Why don't they just come in a bit later and you pay them yeah. for it? You know, that goes a long way from an employee's yeah. perspective that, you know what, my employer really cares about me. Yes. They really yeah. understand and they really care. So they will give back more as a result of that. Yeah. So these are some really, really simple things um, that yeah. that have a highly effective way of increasing employee engagement yeah and it's a bit there of it works both ways so if organizations are listening today 
some people say to me even the work i do oh steve that's so soft that's so nice etc no the things we do are good for our employees good for the yeah. colleagues good for the customer and good for the produ- productivity of the organization they all link yeah. don't they they all do absolutely yeah. and yeah. you know the, the figures and, and the data will speak for itself. You know, yeah. if you're increasing, you know, employee engagement, if you're doing these, you know, if not all, but at least some of these strategies, and then you start to see your, um, you know, your, the, the number of grievances that yes. are going to be lowered. Yeah. Um, if you're going to see your absence levels uh, decrease, you're going to see yeah. your retention levels increase. And you are going to then become an employer where people are going to talk about you. That, oh, that's a really nice place to work for. And employees will always share their experiences. Yes. So if you are an employer that has, you know, not listened to employee, not invested that time, not recognised, they will talk about that to the employee, yeah. you know, their, their circle of friends who then talk about it to their circle yes. of friends. There's, you know, things such as Glassdoor, there's LinkedIn, there's Facebook, yeah. you know, there's that social media platform now that people can talk about these and make yeah. these comments about your business. It's very, very open nowadays. Yes. And you don't want to get that reputation. You don't want your reputation of your business to be damaged. So by creating these and following you know, if not all of these, but most of these strategies, people are going to talk about what a great employer you are and they're going to want to work for you. Um, So, you know, it's a great way to attract employees and especially, you know, when your competitors are trying to do their best, you know, whether it's increasing salaries, it's not about that. It's about being that employer of choice, as I call it. And so that I've grabbed everything here from my perspective, we said about kind of step one is colleague careers, step two, looking at recognition achievement, step three is about involving employees, um, step four is about transparent communication, and then step five, if I grab that right, that's about um, having the colleague's voice so that they're involved from that point as well. Or have I well, missed something uh, yeah, there? Or? The three and four is slightly mixed up. So yeah, oh. the invested employees' careers is one, step two is recognising employees achievements step three is involve your employees yes. step four is giving employees a voice and then step five is ensure a healthy work environment okay. so it's about building that culture of people being open and yes, being great. able to speak up yeah fantastic and we always get asked maria um uh kind of on the podcast what self-development are you working on for 2023 what's you haven't looked to develop yourself oh so i uh having set up my own business it's been a really really busy few months actually and it's getting very very busy so for me i always keep up to date with the cipd um sort of online uh sessions that i can get involved in um i'm also part of various um hr facebook sites so i'm always yeah. looking at there are you know asking yes. questions answering questions and so it just yeah. keep, raise your awareness really yes um but there's some really good um organizations that set up sort of these bite-sized sessions to yes. develop myself um last year uh, I also became a, an associate member of the Institute of Leadership and Management. Um, so yeah. that would be something that I want to develop yeah. as well. Um, but I also, yeah, so sort of, I've started sort of uh, from a coaching 
perspective um but uh, also in the last couple of years uh, i'm an in-house uh mediator trained mediate workplace sorry uh mediator as well which i've utilized quite recently with a couple of clients um and their employees um but for me yeah it's very much about sort of the business really and developing the business um but also keeping on top of employment law and understanding and making sure that the advice that i'm giving is 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 accurate obviously Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no, it's a complex world, very complex world. It is, definitely. So um, from, from my point of view, I just want to say a big thank you today. You've been wonderful and I really appreciate uh, your honesty. And I know you and I would uh, definitely made a really good connection for, you know, building our relationship, which is wonderful. Um, yeah. How can people get hold of you, Maria? So to make contact or reach out to, what's the best way? Yeah, okay. So it could be either visiting my website. So it's www.saxonhrconsultancy.co.uk or by email um, maria.wilson at saxonhrconsultancy.co.uk. Um, but also telephone. Yes. <laughs> 01795 so there's all my contact details there. <laughs> and also Maria's missed out there because where we, we made contact was through LinkedIn. So catch out with Maria on LinkedIn as well. She does some fabulous yes. posts, real honesty, some really yes. good stuff. So I would reach out to Maria there as well. So can I just say a huge thank you for today yeah. uh, being our guest on our show. Um, and uh, I just look forward to with your posts, but also seeing where the future goes for both of us. So I really appreciate it coming uh. on today, Maria. Thank you very much, Stephen, and thank you for inviting me. And uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So thank you. You're very welcome.